Hey everyone, welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast. I'm your host, David Young. Uh, episode two of season four is here. We have 10 episodes uh, total coming up for you this season like normal. I hope everybody's excited for season four. We had uh, the first episode last week. Jen, uh, we had a great time talking to her. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to that. If you're new to the podcast, uh, really what we do is we interview drone entrepreneurs on their journey. Anyone from you know just starting out who's making at least $1,000 a month, that's kind of our criteria cutoff to where, hey, you found some success here. Um, we have had people making all the way up to several hundred thousands of dollars uh, per year with their business, and they're obviously doing it full-time, and uh, they've been at it for a few years and have really built a real business around it. So we try to give you the broad spectrum, um, but today we are talking with Kevin Olson, also known as Maryland Drone Guy. Um, he is a Drone Launch Academy student. He's been in several of our courses. I think he took our Part 107 exam. Um, he's in our Drone to 1K program now that's called Drone Business Mastery um, and some others. I love his story. It's unique in that he has never once uh, really gone out and solicited business, like asked for business. Um, the way he's set it up is all the business has come to him, which is what I know a lot of people really want, uh, but can be harder to do, right? It's hard to just sit back and let business come to you. That's what everybody thinks will happen, um, but what rarely happens. But what Kevin has done, uh, he's set his business up in a really unique way, and he's very consistent with a few things that allow him uh, to have that opportunity, to have people come to him. So he does drones on the side, and he makes several thousand dollars per month. Um, with his drone uh, in addition to his full-time job. So excited for uh, him to share his strategies with you. Um, I'm going to be hint, has a lot to do with Instagram and he's got some good tips to share there uh, on what he does and how he's built his business. Actually, we recorded this episode several months ago um, and since then, Kevin has actually grown his business even further. So I might have to have him back on the podcast to give um, an update because where he's going to tell you about uh, on the podcast uh, he's even beyond that now, so maybe we'll do some other you know, YouTube videos or updates with Kevin um, to get more of his updated story, but I love talking to him. Uh, he always is really great in our group calls that we have uh, for some of our course stuff and shares a lot of his wisdom and helps a lot of others out, so uh, you'll definitely want to hit him up after this episode and uh, tell him you listened. All right, in addition to that, just a few things. Um, you know, we always we have a couple mini courses, I call them, like Drones 101, teaches you everything about... Um, how drones fly and how to fly them, flight exercises. We have courses on uh, the new Mini 2 or new-ish uh, DJI Mini 2 drones called Mini 2 Mastery. Another one we have one called uh, uh, Mini Mavic Mini 101, I think it's called. Um, but you can get any of those courses for just a dollar if you go to our website and type in the word podcast. Normally they're like 49 bucks each, but if you use the promo code podcast, you can get it for just a dollar. So a little treat for podcast listeners. We also have some other courses, other course discounts for podcast listeners. I think... Uh, it is dronelaunchacademy.com slash D1K discounts, or it might be just discount singular without the S. Uh, you can try both of those, see if you can find some discounts there. But uh, if, you're, if you're interested in checking any of those out, you can let us know. Um, we should have a mapping course coming up. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we should have a drone mapping and modeling course out in the fall. We're in the middle of creating it right now. We had 160-ish students uh, sign up for like a live six-week class with Root Patel. If you don't know who that is, he was on... Uh, season three, I believe, of the podcast talked about his business. He makes um, has a great business doing uh, engineering, surveying type of work, and he's not an engineer nor a surveyor, but he shows you um, how to work with them. And uh, you're doing the drone business and bringing the solutions, and you're bringing those people in. Anyways, so we have that course teaching live, and we'll be rolling out the final version in the fall. If you're interested in checking that out, I don't know what the final name of it will be yet, but it's all about um, doing mapping and modeling with drones, kind of more on the data side. So. 
just a couple announcements there. As always, uh, if you want to leave a review of our podcast, we'd love that and love to get feedback. If you uh, leave us some constructive feedback, we'll send you a free shirt for taking the time to do that. Um, not trying to bribe you to give us five stars. Um, you give us whatever you think is fair, um, but just for taking the time to do that, let us know, screenshot it, and we will uh, send you a shirt, even if you leave us a one-star review, although I hope you don't. But if even if you do, uh, we'll send you a shirt to say thanks for taking the time to leave us some constructive feedback. I just ask if you do leave a one-star review, let us know why, because we want to make this a good show for you. We want to make it uh, educational and helpful. All right, this intro has gone on too long. Let's get to the interview with Kevin. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Let's dive in. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode two of season four Drone to 1K podcast. Super pumped to have Kevin here today from the uh, Maryland Drone Guy. I love your branding. It's very clear. <laughs> we know where you are. We know what you do. Um, so, Kevin, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you who, knew, who may not know, I know Kevin a little bit now. Um, I think we were... I know you followed us on Instagram. I think we followed you. I was I was looking at your pictures like, oh, this is really cool. You ended up popping in some of our courses. You actually were in our are in our drone to 1K course. And for that, we've occasionally had like group calls and things. And so you've been good about jumping on there. So I feel like I've gotten to know you a little bit, which has been great and kind of um, see some of the awesome stuff you're doing. So I was like, man, I got to get you on the podcast. And so you, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you said yes. Uh, but why don't we uh, start by you just kind of introducing yourself uh, and then just kind of give us, you know, well, I always like to start with how did you get interested in drones or what was like kind of your first uh, exposure to drones? All right. So I'm relatively new to this. Can probably everyone that's listening to this is probably has more experience than I do. No, I that's not true. This, that's not true. <laughs> I started in this back in May when right after COVID started. I've never flew a drone before, before May. Um, so I was, you know, everyone's on board in the house and, um, you know, trying to find new hobbies, what to do. And the new Mavic Air 2 was coming out and I was thinking about it. I'm like, gosh, I get it. You know, should I go with the mini? Should I go with the Air? Just as a hobby. I'm like, I need something to do. I'm going crazy sitting in my house <laughs> during COVID. So the new Mavic Air 2 came out and I talked to some people that are in the hobby too. And they're like, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's good. So I ended up buying it when it first like was released. I pre-ordered it. And so like right when it was released, I got it, you know, started flying in my backyard. I live on a golf course. So I was able to just ride on my deck, fly around the golf course and Flew it around there, um, you know, went to local parks, just kind of did that for like a little while while in, um, you know, just around the area, just getting used to the drone, flying it. It was just a hobby that I like doing just to get me out of the house. Um, so then I started an Instagram just to post some of my pictures, started a YouTube page, post some of my videos. And I was awful at it. I had zero photo editing skills, zero um, video editing skills, nothing. I had no experience with anything. Um, but I just kind of put them up there. And if you look at my like early days of Instagram, the pictures are awful. And I'm like, I still leave them there, but they're awful. Um, I, mean, I was editing the photos on the DJI app, editing the videos. It has the generic DJI like music backgrounds to it. Like that comes with the DJI app. But I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool flying out a park. And I put it up. And um, so I kept posting pictures. And then um, how I really kind of started getting into the business side of it was um, a local horse farm reached out to me on Instagram. She's like, oh, I love your pictures can you take some pictures of my barn for me? And I'm like, I could do it, but technically I don't have my 107. I, 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 you know, I can do it on the side if you want. If you want to pay me some cash, it's fine. Like, you know, legally, I'm not supposed to do it. I told her, she's like, yeah, it's fine. She's like, if you want to, you, you know, get your license first, it's fine. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll get, I'll get my 107. I got nothing else to do. So I signed up. <laughs> All right. So the lady at the, the horse farm reached out to me. I was like, you know, she's like, you want to fly for me? I said, all right, yeah, I could do it, but I don't have my 107. So I said, um, after talking to her a while, I'm like, all right, you know, I have nothing else to do. 
I'll, you know, I'll sign up for my 107 course. So this was still in the height of COVID. So there wasn't many testing centers open. So I signed up for a test and I had to wait till July. So it was over a month to get a test date. So the first thing I did was actually sign up for the date. And then, um, then I signed up for the part 107 course through drill knowledge. And honestly, I didn't look at it for about three weeks. I was like, eh, you know, I still got a month. I, you know, my old college days waiting to the day before. And I literally oh, yeah. crammed the 107 course like two days before the test date. But having really? that test date booked, it gave me the deadline. So, um, you know, that's, I tell, I tell people that like sometimes if people are having a hard time, like, uh, you know, they'll procrastinate and they're like, well, I just need to study first. And I'll, but I was like, listen, if you go ahead and you just book the test date, like you will get it done. You know, yeah. people, everybody puts things off. But if you know there's a hard deadline, you'll you'll get it in. And especially since, you know, you paid money to schedule the exam, right? So sometimes I tell people, hey, just pick like a week or two from now or whenever you know you're going to have like a little bit of free time beforehand, just book it. And yeah, then that's what I did. I picked the first available date. It was like, I think it was like the 3rd of July. It's like right before 4th of July. But I had to wait like a month because COVID and everything going on. I'm surprised yeah. they're even open. But, so you're able to do the whole thing in two days and then pass it? Yeah, like two, three, like three days before I started just looking at the courses. And then so, I didn't even take the practice exam. So like the night before. And then right. I took one more practice exam the morning of. And then I went and passed. So. Sweet. Awesome. Cool, man. So, um, all right. So then you got your 107. And yep. then Barn uh, was a person from cool. Instagram who wanted the Barn photos. Did you, uh, you did that? How'd that go? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I read, I did the photos for, um, you know, it came out good that, while doing that during um, rewind a little bit, I, you know, started looking into how to edit photos. So I signed up for Lightroom and Photoshop, you know, Photoshop and all the Adobe stuff to learn how to start editing. Um, I think I also, I don't know it was before or after I got my one seven, I also signed up for Alex's uh, photo pro course. Yep. I did that, started learning how to photo edit it and, you know, doing, using Lightroom. So, um, you know, my kind of photo editing skills kind of improved and I just kept flying around the state and, you know, there's nothing to do during COVID on my weekends or, you know, nights off. I'm like, everything's closed. So I'd go on hikes, I'd go, you know, local um, lighthouses, just everything around the state, just doing it and um, taking photos of it, taking videos of it. Now they started posting more and more on Instagram. I started getting more and more followers and um, eventually more and more people started reaching out. I haven't done any advertising or anything like that. People just started reaching out. Hey, can you do, you know, I'm trying to think what the next job after that was. It was a local tree farm. They actually reached out to me. like, oh, I saw you on Facebook and Instagram and I love your stuff. Can you do some work for us? So now it's a local tree farm. He has like 30 something acres of trees that he does. Um, so it's like an ongoing client that I have now. And every quarter he, I come out and I do a video for him. I did like a three minute video of him. I put it on my YouTube too. But um, so now yeah. I, I've done that job twice already in the winter. I did the fall in the winter. And now in the spring, he wants me to come back. So. Um, that was my yeah. next job. That's awesome. I would say one thing that you seem you seem to have this kind of like uh, like yeah, I just started flying my drone and just started posting <laughs> stuff and you're, like, you're just so like oh yeah, kind of simple. But I just feel like you something because I've seen so many people try to start drone businesses. Obviously, some people succeed, some people flake out, and they just it doesn't work right. And one thing I've seen with you that I think is really that you do really well that I feel like you take for granted is like how consistent you are with just like being active. You're just like, hey, I got nothing else to do right now. Let's go fly the drone. So you're always, you're, like you said, because some people are, I feel like are so, um, you know, they get that perfectionist mindset. They're so scared of like feedback or it not looking right or whatever that they don't ever actually just try and like put something out there and get better. And like you yeah. said at the beginning, like, yeah, the beginning photos like suck, but it doesn't matter. You just put them up there. 
and you just kept putting stuff up, kept learning, getting better. And just the fact that you were constantly getting your stuff out in front of people, right? It's just yeah. making more and more people aware of who you are. And you haven't, you said you haven't spent any money on ads other than just taking pictures, getting better at Lightroom, posting it, and then people are reaching out. I mean, it sounds like a little <laughs> bit of like a too good to be true formula, but yeah, it's like, yeah. if but you're it consistent- never was my intention to start a drone business. Like I was just, you know, I'm, I was even hesitant at first because, you know, I'm like, oh, then I got to set up a business, got to set up an LLC and I got to do accounting and do more tax. I'm like, is it worth the hassle? I'm like, I just want to do this for fun. And yeah, you know, but I, I'd end up deciding to do it. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing with posting, like you said, all the time on Instagram is sometimes I'd post photos that I'm like, this is awful. Like just even last week, I'm like, this one's awful, but I got nothing else to post. I got to post something. So I posted some and then it ends up getting thousands of likes and shares <laughs> all over like the local, like. Uh, instagram accounts and stuff i'm like all right like whatever like it's always the bad ones either like do the best and like oh this is gonna be awesome i'm gonna like this is my favorite photo of the month or whatever and i post it and it gets like 200 likes yeah and i think (laughs) but i think that's such a good lesson too it's like your uh like barometer of like what people will like and won't like and sometimes like you don't know right so it's just like you might as well go for it um post it and so you and so just to clarify for everybody listening you don't like you haven't gone out and like cold call people. You haven't been like hustling. Literally all of your side hustle money has come from just, I've posted stuff on Instagram and people have reached out. Yes. Yeah. I've never like reached out. I don't even have Google my, or uh, yeah, Google my ads. I've never paid for advertising. Uh, uh, the Google ads? Google ads. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. You know, and you know, it's one of our drone to one K like course instructors, Dominic. I mean, obviously you've been through some of that stuff. But like, you know, he's the same way. He, he doesn't even have a website and he does like solid six figures of profit per year doing like real estate stuff. But still, it's just like he just focuses on Instagram. So I think it's the power, like really good power of being consistent. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, you feel bad or weird about posting. I mean, good stuff can come from like, yeah, like, I don't the mindset, like, like who doing. cares? You're doing it like at the beginning, I do it for you. And like, so they don't like it. All right, then don't, don't follow me. But if you like it, Hey, then follow me. Like, I like it. dude. So you gotta do it for you and not care what other people think, to be honest. Like just, that's great. That's great advice. <laughs> um, all right. So let's dig in some more. So you got horse, uh, horse farm lady, you got somebody reaching out about trees, um, the, the tree farm stuff, and you're going out and you're, there's not necessarily like a, a method to your madness. Are you just going out and say, Hey, what would be fun to take pictures of or like local landmarks or what are you, what yeah. are you thinking about there? Local landmarks. Like I said, just on the weekends and the hot, you know, if I have nothing to do on the weekends, I'd go, you know, lighthouses and water, local waterfalls or just go on a hike and, you know, take some pictures, you know, out in the overlooks and just stuff around the area. And then when you're on post on Instagram, you tag all the local, you know, accounts, um, a lot of people think, oh, I got to tag all the drone accounts and I got to tag, you know, all the famous ones, sky bangers and drone pals. And you got to tag them all, but all the feature accounts to get your stuff seen. But in reality, that's all my local accounts that have been, you know, helped me grow. So tagging, you know, um, you know, like visit Maryland and visit your state, wherever you're in. But you say tag your local accounts? Yeah. So tag, like when you post a picture, just tag the local feature accounts, whether it's, you know, like I'm in Maryland, so visit Maryland or visit my, you know, county I'm in, or, um, you know, that sometimes I tag like the local magazine or newspaper, depending on what the, the content is. And I'll tag them. Um, not always tagging the big, you know, the big fish out there to get your photos seen, but, um, well, you know, I think, I think it's really smart because probably you have a lot, they have a lot less people that are 
tagging them in photos or you know yeah. hitting them up right and so and, and someone looking for a business they're they're following all these local accounts like you know visit baltimore visit you know visit washington dc like all these local accounts so all the locals are going to hire you they're probably already following his accounts on instagram they're not they're not following you know drone launch to be honest with you. they're not following yeah. drone pals and they're not following those accounts they're following the local news the news and the new local newspaper and the local yep. you know stuff like that so yeah if one no, of those accounts repost your photo then that's how you get more exposure it's awesome it's very smart um so you you have basically were just shooting stuff for yourself first yeah people were finding that and then hiring you um i know there's there's some other stories kind of walk us through kind of other clients you've gotten from there and maybe some of your business setup. like when did you decide to make it like a legit business and yeah. all that um so like i mean shortly after that i made my website and i had no experience building websites i've never built the website i'm like oh what am i doing like again i'm like what am i getting myself into i have another buddy of mine who's a photographer just a regular still photographer i'm like yo what do you use for what do you use for your website and he's like oh, i use wix so i checked it out i'm like all right it's free to set up i'll try it and i honestly just set it up in three days I have like a template. I just picked the template that I liked and changed some colors around, added some photos and, you know, um, it was up and running in three days, you know? So, um, this was before I even took the drone to 1k course. Um, not, I mean, sorry, the, I'm getting all my courses mixed up. The, um, what's the uh, course you're talking about? Um, I don't know. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, join the 1K. That's never mind. I'm yeah, the business here. course. I'm yeah, in, yeah. I'm in so many of your club courses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's before I even took any of your other courses. Um, you know, I just set up my website and put a contact form up to contact me. Put some of my pictures up there, and then one of my buddies, the same guy I talked to, he has his art store up there, his Wix art store, where he sells photos. Um, so I started putting some of my better pictures up on there for people to buy prints. So quite a few people buy prints and canvases and frame prints. Um, so just selling some of my artwork. So like I'm going out taking pictures of the local, you know, um, lighthouse or waterfalls and I'd put it up there and some people are like, Oh, I love that. Awesome. Like, can I buy it? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Go on my website and you, know, you can buy a canvas for hundred bucks or whatever it is. Depending on the size, 50 bucks. Um, I don't make a lot of money on that. I make 20%, but I don't have to do anything. They just go on my website. They click it. There's a third party company that, you know, prints it, ships it, does everything. I don't have to lift a finger. So I just get my 20%. Yeah. Um, so I remember, I know you told me about a, uh, something you've done recently where you did a shoot for free and that led to some, like a feature and then a bunch of other work. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, dive into some of that because I know that's a, a common strategy that's pitched on or tossed around here on the podcast is, Hey, get out there and shoot stuff for free. Now you were shooting for yourself at first, but yeah, I know you've done some shooting for other people for free, at least, you know, at the very beginning. Uh, and that has paid off for you. So maybe um, walk through them, some of those examples for people that are listening to this. Yeah. Know, I mean, at the beginning, all is doing all stuff for free. I'd reach out to, actually I did, did some cold calls. I'll take that back. So I'd be like, Hey, I'm, I'll do it for free for you. I'd reach out to like local wineries and some breweries and local businesses. Um, so, Hey, I'm just practicing. I'm still new to this. So I'll do it for free. I'll give you, you know, a couple of photos and some videos if I could just practice on your winery. And all of them are like, yeah, sure, no problem. So um, I did some wineries and some local breweries. They didn't, they didn't mind. Like, oh, you're going to give me free advertising? All right. So I gave them some pictures and they put them up on their website. And I got the experience. Um, but I was able to put that on my website in my portfolio. Like, hey, look, I did this brewery. I did this winery. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. I did. Yeah, another farm, like a local vegetable farm. They did it. I'm like, all right. 
Um, but recently, so I started following all these um, wedding planners, wedding photographers. Um, and one of them said, hey, I got this style shoot coming up. You don't know what a style shoot is. It's like a, it's a fake wedding where they hire models and they hire all of the, you know, the florists and the, the all the, all the vendors come out and they put on this fake wedding. So the photographer could take all the photos and it's more for social media and their websites. So I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I wasn't getting paid for it, but, but all right, nothing else to do. It was, I think it was a Saturday. So I went up there and did it. Um, took some drone video. I worked with the photographer. I made a contact with the photographer who actually did vid, uh, videos too. So I was working with them. I was messaging back and forth after I took my photos. So I sent them all the videos, all the photos. Um, I did my own editing and I put those on my website and I sent the raws to the other photographer and she did the editing to her style to kind of match. Um, and then the wedding planner and the photographer was able to get those photos published in a local wedding magazine. So that got me a lot of exposure. Um, and the photos weren't edited in my style, but she did them to hers to kind of match the rest. But that got into a local wedding magazine and since then, I've gotten three weddings booked. I just booked two of them yesterday. Um, booked another one last week. And a lot of them were for next year. Like, oh, you know, with COVID going on, where our wedding's not till 2022. Or one of them that I booked yesterday, she's like, oh, it's just local, me and my family. We're doing that at a local, um, you know, right in the water, local restaurant right in the water. But we'd love to have you. So um, okay. things like that. But it's gotten me a lot of exposure just doing That's that. Awesome. Now for, for the weddings, are you doing, what are you doing? Are you doing just drone stuff or are you doing like ground stuff too? Just drone stuff. I have no experience doing any, I don't even own it like a DSLR. I don't own, I own my iPhone. That is it. Like, <laughs> so it. people ask me that. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. So, so one of the weddings that I booked is actually with the photographer from the style shoot. Mm -hmm. So they don't own a drone. So, you know, it's her and her husband do this uh, photography business and videographer so he was doing the video and i'm up there flying the drone he's like oh that's awesome i want a drone now i'm like well i'll work with you if you want like so I, I gave him like i said i gave him all the raw video and he incorporated my drone footage into his wedding video nice so now um you know another bride saw that they're like oh i want that for my wedding so i'm working with them for one of these shoots so they're the photographers i'm the videographers i'm just going to send them the raw photos and the raw video and they're going to do the rest so kind of like a you know, it's funny it's like i'm almost seeing a trend I wouldn't have thought, you know, when I think drones and weddings, you think, oh man, that's going to be noisy, like ceremony, you know, drone flying around. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one of the last episodes of season three that we are, that were, that we just, I guess by the time people are seeing this, we'll have just released that previously. Um, that guy was a wedding photographer and he said, everybody wanted a drone for the wedding. Oh yeah. Um, then episode uh, one of season three was another guy. He's like 21 he started off doing weddings. He added drones and he started doing drones for like roofers and stuff. Literally the first episode of season four. So the one right before this, um, another person who was doing weddings got people wanted drones. So they added drone and then they yeah. started doing real estate stuff on the side. So I'm just surprised how much demand there is for drones in weddings. And it's typically more of like a establishing shot or more like b-roll or yeah. other stuff it's not like mid-ceremony type of thing yeah obviously. the one this photographer did was like the opening as soon as the video started is my drone shot panning the whole like the whole venue like it was yeah, so yeah it's not really awesome. near the, during the ceremony it's more like you said right. more of the venue more of outside and, right uh, right so. that's cool that like you know you're you're just taking pictures of hey i'm just going out and taking pictures of whatever i think is cool and then people hitting you up for weddings right so you do that and i think that's just a a good example of like hey just try to say yes to as much stuff as possible because right? yeah. you never know who you're going to meet, what contacts you're going to make. And it's just really like any business, right? Any business. Yeah. I mean, another good example is you know, doing stuff for free is I went skiing two weeks, the week in between Christmas and New Year's. I'm like, I had the whole week off from work. So 
there's a local ski area. When I'm like, I want to go skiing. I haven't gone skiing in five years. So I drove out early in the morning. Um, I purposely went out there before sunrise. I was like, oh, I'm going to take my drone up. I'm going to go to the top of the mountain. I'll get some shots of the sunrise coming up the mountain. So I went out there with the purpose of going skiing, but I'm like, oh, I'll get some cool drone shots of the sunrise and the ski mountain. So I took my drone up, took some pictures for me, you know, some of the slopes and top down shots of the slopes and the snow. And I got one of the sunrise coming up and I post on Instagram. So like the next day, someone DMs me on Instagram, like, hey, can I buy that photo from you? Like, I want to, it's like, I own an Airbnb. He's like, I want to, you know, I want to put that on my Airbnb site as a listing. And I want to put it in a frame in both of my houses and Airbnb for local ski lodges. So when people come skiing, yeah, that picture's up there. It's like, it's an awesome picture. I love it. So I'm like, yeah, go to my website. So he bought two frame prints on my website. They're like a hundred bucks each. And then, so then as I was talking to him, I'm like, hey, you want some other drone pictures for, uh, for your listing on Airbnb? He's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. He's like, I have two cabins and I got a buddy who owns another cabin. So yeah, if you could do all three of us while you're out here. It's like, we'll wait till it snows next time. You can come out and take some pictures for us. So me just going on a ski trip and taking some pictures of the slopes turned into, you know, two frame pictures and, you know, potentially now three more, you know, houses to go. Yeah, on. yeah that's awesome. I, again, you're just like, Hey, I'm just going to be active. I'm going to go out there and just take pictures. Right? Like you're not going to, I think if any, I don't know if, if I want people to take anything away from like this interview and like, at least what I'm getting from it too, like, you're not going to get anywhere by just sitting there, just taking action of any type, right? It doesn't even have to be, you don't have to be yeah. great is going to like get you so much further ahead. Right. So you're like, Hey, I'm going to go skiing. I'm going to bring the drill. I'm going to get there early, take some pictures and then boom. Yep. Put things, right. So, so I haven't so. told anyone this yet. As far as traveling too, is I'm actually leaving for Aruba on Friday. So I haven't gone on a vacation in here. I'm like, I need a vacation. And with COVID going on, you need a negative. I just took my test this morning to go, but everyone needs a negative test. I'm like, I'll go to Aruba. So um, actually having my part 107 helped me get clearance down in Aruba to fly. Cause I guess if you're just a hobbyist, you can only fly 200 feet there. So I guess if you're having your 107, they let you fly higher and you get, you know, you fly more places. So cool. taking the drone down to Aruba and forward to that. So. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing you're going to get some pretty sweet shots. Well, down there. Maybe this podcast comes out, I'll have some photos of Aruba up. And yeah, <laughs> sure. If you do, which I'm sure you will at this point, but when the yeah. podcast comes out, we'll link up to them. And then I'm sure what's going to happen is somebody in Aruba is going to see something that you tagged and they're going to be like, Oh, Hey, can you come back to Aruba? We'll pay for it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I wish that'd be nice. Hey, it can happen. I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, Cody Retlick, one of the, what's that? Even just like selling prints, I'll put those pictures up on the beach and, you know, depending on some shots, people love like the beach shots and yeah. I'll put those pictures on my website and people buy a print or two or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, you're reminding me of an example. Um, one of the drone, a, a guy who's on the podcast, you know, is an instructor in our journal one K course, Cody Retlick. I'm not sure if you remember this or saw this in the course, but, uh, he's like, he loves golf and he's a big golfer and he was going yeah. to Fiji for something. And he was going, he wanted to go to this awesome golf course and he hit him up and it's like, Hey, listen, I want to come golf. Um, could I trade you guys some photos for a round of golf? And he, they were like, um, sure. Cause they saw some stuff he had done. He's good. So he's like, Oh, Hey, while I'm here, I could also do like a, a video for you guys, like a promo video guys for you as well. If you want, like, since I'm going to have my drone in the air, um, you know, but that'll be like for a, for a charge since I'll have to like edit it and stuff. And I like, go, oh, sure. And so, he got paid, I think like a thousand or 1500 bucks to take the, do the video, but then he took the photos, but he also got free. They gave him like free golf, which is a pretty nice course, free food, yeah. drinks, all like they awesome. literally just like gave him all stuff. So he got like paid 1500 bucks to go golf and fly his drone in Fiji. It's just uh, pretty funny. So you're running, yeah, kind of reminding awesome. me of that. Um, that's cool, man. So um, I think one thing that's cool is, you know, some people are doing this like 
go at it full time, right? But with you, like you said, you just started a hobby less than a year ago. You're just being active posting stuff. You get distraction like for your full time. You I mean you have a full time job working for the government, right? Yeah. So this is just like total. Yeah. Wasn't total Monday through Friday gig, so it's just a side gig. And everyone's yeah. like, I've had people ask me like, oh, what's you know, what's your goal? What are you trying to do? And like, honestly, I'm not trying to make like a living off this. This isn't going to be my full time job, but I want to be able to make enough money where I could pay for my hobby. So like, when the new Mavic three pro three comes out and it's, you know, two, $3,000, I could just, all right, cool. Like, you know, I can buy the drone. I can put it as a business expense and, you know, kind of have a, not a free hobby, but you know, a hobby that kind of pays for itself. And right. You know, it made me make a little money on the side, but you know, if I need a new computer for some video editing, all right, now I could buy like a top of the line computer with, you know, I could process the videos on it, you know, just yeah. be able to pay for, you know, the, the Adobe software subscriptions and just be able to pay for itself, you know? Yeah. And I think the nice thing about drones and doing this stuff too, even if it's just as a side hustle, like kind of like you're saying, like there's, there's very, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a few things where you can do something like cool and fun, like fly a drone and make some like side income with it. Yeah. You know? Otherwise other stuff, you're like, Oh, I'm going to side hustle to make money. But sometimes the work sucks. It's like, Oh, now I'm going to have to like do all this writing. I mean, maybe you enjoy that stuff. Maybe not, but it's like flying drones is fun, but you can combine it also with like oh, making yeah. money and doing it too. So, um, do you mind sharing? I know people always love to know like specific numbers and stuff, but just as a side hustle, like how has it been as far as like what you've been making? I know you've crossed like the one K mark, um, but like, how has it been for you? Like so far, um, like, you know, numbers wise on jobs that you've been getting, even though you've only been doing it for a couple, not even a year, like a couple months. I mean, right now the winter time, it kind of has died down um, just cause it's cold and snowy here and the weather's awful. Um, I have a whole bunch of stuff lined up now for the spring. People are like, oh, I love your stuff, but I want to wait till the spring when there's trees and the foliage and leaves. So, yeah. um, you know, it's something I just did like a drive-in movie, um, you know, last week actually. And like, oh, I used to do the, you know, we used to do 5Ks and 10Ks of racings, but because of COVID, we had to switch our, our business up. So now he does drive-in movies. So he's like, oh, can you take out some video? All I want is a raw video. So, you know, I just did the, you know, quick deals. I was there for an hour. I got 200 bucks from it. And I didn't have to do any video editing. He just wanted the rock clip. And then I saw the video he put on Instagram and I looked at him like, Oh, this looks awful. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm like, I could have done a better job. Like, I done it. I'm like, I'll do your video for free. Like it was like a 30 second Instagram video. I'm like, I could have done a better one. Like, I could have done it for free. Like I'm like, Hey, he tagged me in and I'm like, Oh, this looks awful. Like, don't tag like hey, you only paid me to get the raw footage. You said you were going to do the video editing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, just cool. little stuff like that. Hey, random gigs in this, you know, Hey, you know, he, he reached out to me and said, Hey, can you do it next week? But unfortunately I'm available. So, um, you know, so just little reach like that. I got a gig this morning, actually, finally, it's an ongoing thing for an engineering company. They want me to take pictures of the bridges they do. So he's like, this is an ongoing thing. He's like, I like that you're a small, just local guy. You're not some big production company. It's going to charge me thousands for a job. He's like, and I, when I was talking to him on the phone, I'm like, Hey, I'm just a guy with a drone, like a Maryland drone guy. Like I'm just a guy, find a drone. He's like, yeah, that's all I need. I just need some pictures and a quick video. I don't need this big high-end production. So that's kind of like the angle I'm going at. And I know there are other companies out there that could do a much better job than me. I'll admit it. Like, I'm not a big production company. Well, I, I think that's almost like a nice thing because you're just being really authentic, right? And being yourself. And yeah. I think you and me were talking like, I don't know if it was right before this, but you're just saying like, you know, listen, you're just, you know, having confidence going in to say like, hey, uh, you know, this is who I am. This is what I got. You know, this is what I charge. If you like it, great. If not, whatever. Cause like you, like you said, like, it's not like you have to have it, right. You're doing it mostly yeah. for you. So it's almost creates like a interesting, like, 
dynamic where you you don't seem desperate for work at all so now it's like you become like more attractive yeah. to people almost. and there's yeah. so many people are like i don't want to hire a big company like i just want to hire just some guy to fly a drone like i just need pictures of my my farm i just need pictures of my building real quick and i've done local restaurants where like i just need two three photos of my my building for instagram like especially with covid i've done a lot of restaurants and trying to help out little small businesses around here and i've done a few for free already they're like oh i'll give you dinner if you just take pictures i'm like yeah, I'm helping out the local businesses during COVID. So awesome. like I'll take pictures of the restaurants. I literally just give them three or four photos. And there was one of restaurant I did. And as I was, I was there taking pictures, I took the photo, went inside. I brought my laptop with me. I was editing the photos while they're like, oh, I'll give you dinner on the house. And so I was editing photos on my laptop at the bar. And I was able to send them to the manager by the time I was done eating. Like, nice. so, uh, I, again, I kind of did that for free. I got it, you know, for a free dinner out of it, but I was helping local businesses, but it also got my name out there. And they put that picture on their Instagram and other businesses. Oh, could you do that for us? And, you know, I have a local gyms reach out to me and local other local restaurants. So cool. I mean, if anything, it's a good way to continue to spread your word around about you. You know, we talk about become the drone guy or the drone girl in the area. People just know. So that's really nice. So even, you know, with more people hate, it's like, Oh, I don't want to work for exposure. Well, if you're trying to do a full-time thing and you have people that are going to pay you, then yeah, don't work for exposure. But you got a full-time gig you like flying drones anyways a lot yeah. of times this stuff leads to some decent paying gigs so um don't don't uh down on it too much i like it um yeah. real quick i want to ask you i remember you talked about before about how you did do some outreach to like like the wineries and breweries and stuff maybe mm-hmm. talk us through some of that how did you do that did you just literally like google them and call them up and say hey i'm kevin can i come fly drones and take pictures of your place like how did that work it's all through Instagram. Again, like I just okay. go on their Instagram accounts and see like, Hey, which ones are around. And um, I just send them a quick DM. Um, you gotta be careful not to just copy and paste because Instagram will block you if, you if you think you're spamming people. Yep. So you gotta just, you gotta be authentic. You can't just copy and paste the generics, but Hey, you know, I saw your winery is what I do. You know, I'm just new to the hobby. It's just a hobby for me right now, but you know, I'd love to take you know photos of your, your winery brewery if I could do it. You know, I, I, again, doing it for free. I just did learning for experience and I'll give you all the photos. Um, I pretty much just need access to your property. And usually they're okay with it. You know? Did you have yeah, like, a pretty positive uh, response oh, yeah, rate with that? Yeah, pretty much everyone that I reach out to is like, yeah, of course, like local, like, you know, if you reach out some, like I started then at the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to reach out to some realtors and try to get into the real estate market. And that's so hard. I like, I almost, I stopped giving up on real estate. Like realtors yeah. never call me back or email me back or DM'd or message me back as always like the local businesses and i've been kind of going down that route local businesses and cool uh, like i said local wineries breweries local restaurants stuff like that awesome that's cool man um yes i mean you're you're totally on instagram then because even those weren't even like cold calls they were more just cold direct messages yeah cold dms like (laughs) the nice thing about that too um which i'm sure we've talked about on the podcast before on some episodes is like when you do reach out directly through instagram they have like a direct link to your you know portfolio so they can click yeah. on your your title real quick and they do a quick scroll through to be like hey does this guy suck or is yeah, he and your link good? to your website you put that right on there your phone number like if you go on my instagram it has my you know call me email me here's my website here's all my information and yeah but i mean even if they're just checking out to see like hey is this guy legit or not they can look say yeah. oh he takes good photos and they can come back and say like, oh yeah sure let's do it so i think that just goes to reinforce hey it's good to continue to go out there and just take photos, even just for yourself, to put it up there because that's what people are looking at, yeah. and visually they can know that you're decent, and good at it. So, and it's actually not even just about the the post you put put up too. You got to be active on the stories and the um, 
you know, you got to be able to say, hey, this is what I'm posting. So if you post a new photo, put on your story as well. Or if, if I'm out flying a drone in a park, I'll just take a quick video, um, you know, of, you know, me flying the drone out there and it taking off. People love seeing that stuff. Like I literally just about an hour before this call, I got new props, the master air screw props. So I was like, oh, cool. I put them up. So, you know, I took a picture of the box, took a picture of the put on the putting the props on. I took a video of it launching in my backyard, just flying around and people are like, Oh, those are awesome. And you know, social media is called social media. So you got to be social and you got to, yeah, well, yeah. you know, put, you know, people are like, Oh, I don't want to be active. And I don't want people in my life. Like I have my personal account that, you know, my kids on it, my family, and this is my side, you know, account. And so everything with drones goes on this account and yeah, I put yeah. stuff all the time. And you know, if I'm at, at like a local brewery or at a local restaurant or I'll put a video of me flying a drone, like at the, driving movie i did last week i literally had a picture of me flying the drone and then i took a, a screenshot of the, of the movie plane as the goonies plan nice like just putting stuff like that and then tagging the people and um doing stuff like that and then those companies repost and local people around you see and it's just free exposure to be honest like yeah yeah that's awesome it's free yeah so you started your instagram account only earlier in 2020 um and you're you have like several thousand followers now right like what do you uh, have a counter right behind my screen i have a 3750 right now That's so right now. 3750 <laughs> followers just in less than a year and all of your side work is coming in through through this so i think yeah um that's awesome. Yeah, that's really like I'm averaging about 30 to 40 new followers a day. I'm like, and I know it's not all about the followers and how many people are getting. Some of them are fake accounts. Like, you know, you get all that spam stuff, but it's like, you know, a lot of them are the local legitimate people. Like I, like I said, you tag the local restaurants, you tag the local accounts, the local, media. Yep. you know, if they repost one of your photos and sometimes like I had a post last week to visit Maryland, the official visit Maryland Instagram account reposted one of my photos and just from that i get 100 followers like within an hour like it blows up like that and then there'll be some days i get none because i'm not posting any photos or videos and it, it kind of fluctuates depending on how much you post but if one of those big feature accounts repost one of your photos like i'll get like 100 real quick awesome um, that's awesome man. you know it's all about putting out good content and people like it yeah cool man well um i want to i don't want to take too much of your time we're going to wrap up here but obviously, if people want to find out more about you, we've been talking about Instagram basically this whole time. So you're just uh, the just is it Maryland drone guy or the Maryland drone guy? Maryland drone guy. I mean, it's Facebook too. I'm in, but I mean, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is mostly my primary one. I have a website too, MarylandDroneGuy.com. Um, so we'll link it all up too in the show yeah. notes and stuff. But just you're basically Maryland drone guy everywhere. So Instagram, yeah. your website, all that stuff too. Cool. So, and before we go, if you had a piece of advice for yourself a year ago or someone who like, Hey, I'm going to get into drone. I wanted to grow my drone business or whatever. Like what's your one uh, tidbit or piece of advice for, for that person? Just, in, just enjoy doing it. Like have fun doing it. Like you don't want to do something you don't like doing. Um, you know, even if you're trying to make a full-time gig out of this, you know, fly your drone on the side, just, you know, enjoy it. Go, go do something fun, go on a hike and take your drone out and do something fun like that. And just enjoy what you're doing and not have it be, so don't stress yourself out. Don't have it be so stressful. And, um, don't get, you know, stressed out if it's not going right away. And I think having the mindset of me not even wanting to do a business at the beginning has helped out a lot. And right. Just going with that mindset. It's just, if, you know, if you get business, you get business. If you don't, then, um, yeah. You know, so, yeah but. <laughs> I think that's I think that's really good advice too because it kind of takes some removes some of that pressure, right? And it's not yeah. like oh, I need to do this or I'm gonna quit because a lot. I mean, any business it takes time to like really like even if you're intentionally trying to do a business, it takes time to get stuff rolling and 
and to to get everything working right so yeah i mean my first my first goal when i first started was like oh like i just want to be able to make enough money where it paid for my new mavic air 2 that i bought so i'm like i just want to make 800 bucks so i could break even and now i've exceeded that and now i'm like oh no i just want to you know buy the next best thing and buy you know so yep it's turned into a business now for me so it's kind of cool awesome awesome well um kevin thanks for coming on i really appreciate you chatting and sharing all that uh instagram nuggets and gold and i uh, <laughs> hope you keep crushing it hope you have fun on your trip um we got aruba is that where you said you're going it's aruba yeah yeah so looking forward to seeing how that <laughs> is and uh yeah appreciate it and uh, we'll see you around all right thanks appreciate it all right well i hope you enjoyed that interview with kevin aka maryland drone guy um always love talking to kevin and like i said his business has even grown further since we did this interview so we'll have to get him on for some updates um, but be sure to hit him up on instagram he's always there uh maryland drone guy let him know that you listened give him a follow say what's up he's a super nice guy um, and i love uh, getting to interact with kevin and, and having him share and help uh, all of the drone launch academy community he does such a good job of it try not to overwhelm him but uh he's he's a super nice guy and he'll probably uh, reach back out to you and say hey so thanks for listening. As a reminder, um, got a couple cheap courses if you use promo code podcast. Hit us up with a review if you can uh, for some drill launch freebies. Also, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but we are doing our kind of contest true, true, two truths and a lie game. Uh, so there's a link either below the YouTube video or a link in the email that the podcast announcement came in. And if you click there, you just answer one question about the podcast to just prove that you listened to it. And you can win either uh, your choice of a free shirt, hat, coffee mug, or free course. Uh, we give those away every week. We give one of those away every week. Uh, so I think whatever, four things, we pick a bunch of winners. Uh, just to reward people for listening to the podcast and saying thanks uh, for being loyal listeners. So if you want, click that link, go do that, um, and uh, enter to win some freebies. All right, that's it for now. Looking forward to next week, season three. Uh, season four, episode three, I was going to say season three, uh, episode three, um, we're going to be bringing you more drone goodness, but thanks everyone for listening. Appreciate it. Have a good one.